Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. Welcome to Clutch Up, a prop betting podcast. I'm your host, Big Amo. How are you doing? In the third instalment of the divisional rounds, we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Chiefs. Who's going to win? Well, we'll find out soon. I've got Jack back. He has got an amazing tip for you. I hope you followed last week. It might be quite similar. Hi, Jack. So, your Browns uh, dismantled the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well done, my friend. Congratulations. How are you feeling? And how did last week go? It, it still feels surreal. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was absolutely crazy to see a game. And after the first quarter, the biggest lead in NFL history after the first quarter, 28 to nothing. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it was just, it was an insane evening. When I'm sitting there tweeting in the second quarter, should we be considered resting starters? That is how mad it was. Um, but yeah, what an evening. Um, and it's, it's lucky an easier matchup this week um, against the best yes. team in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and ex-Super, yes, last year Super Bowl, Bowl champions and favourites this year. So yeah, it, it can't be better than that. This is what it's all about though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if if you want to be the best, you've got to play the best. And uh, no, it's it, it's going to be exciting. We've got two high-powered offences. And uh, for anyone watching, it should be an exciting game. I, I agree, my friend. Tell me about uh, your wonderful angle last week that came in. So, as I've been telling everyone who will listen to me for the last uh, five weeks, if you want to bet on a game, bet on Nick Chubb receiving over. And... Yeah, the line was nine and a half. So we, we kind of beat it when he finished with 69 yards receiving. So uh, it was easy as anything. Um, yeah, the, the guy's just money. He had gone from sort of uh, a few catches a game. Suddenly, he's just been ripping it off. Um, they brought built him into that screen game. And for some reason, I've been saying for a while, the bookie should move the line. It can't be in the single digits. Um, it should be 19 or 20 and a half. Now that he's scored 69 yards receiving in the game, they've moved it, but they've only moved it to 14 and a half. So it's still an instant bet. Anywhere you can get it, pop that money on. As not a lot of people know this, but the Browns are now a passing team. They're not run heavy anymore. Oh, very much. Baker Mayfield has been on fire. If we look at PFS numbers and sort of just take it from week seven, where he sort of he finally got what sort of Stefanski wanted him to do, and it's really shown. He's been the third best quarterback, according to PFF, if you look at their passing data. So you've got Rodgers and Watson in front of him, but he's even ahead of Patrick Mahomes. This guy is delivering. Um, it might not show up in the stat sheet, but he's making great plays. Um, it's just a case of the defence is struggling. So there's going to be points. I, I certainly believe there's going to be points. If, if you take away the two win games that you had uh, prior, you're currently averaging as a complete game total of average of 63 points every game this season, which is quite astronomical if you think about it. The average in the league is about 47. I think this is probably down to, unfortunately, your defensive statistics aren't the best. At the moment, you're 29 against uh, deep uh, deep shots. You're 29th against third down conversions. So there's, there's chances all the time for teams to complete against you. You're 30th against tight ends. And you've also got the fewest amounts of Q, uh, 
um, quarterback hits, which is considering you've got Miles Garrett, seems quite shocking, really, but you're only at a 26% uh, pressure rate. I think so, there will be points this week. So, Miles hasn't really been the same player um, since he came back from COVID. Um, it's obviously taken an impact in him, and that sort of seems to have um, shown. Uh, we lost Olivier Vernon um, in the final game of the regular season, which is uh, a hit because he was actually sort of gone to like some PFF numbers, the third best performing uh, edge in the sort of second half of the season. So he was doing wonders back to sort of where he's got the potential to be, but obviously injuries have hampered him in the past. So, yeah, it's going to be a struggle. Patrick Mahomes is sort of does magic in terms of avoiding the blitz and things like that. So it really does make it a challenge of getting home. And it's going to be, can the secondary hold up? And when you've got the weapons Kansas City has got, Travis Kelsey should scare anyone on the planet. I agree with you. I really like Travis Kelsey's line this week. I like his over-receptions. And I like the fact that he's going to be targeted quite a lot by Mahomes. He hasn't got... Your safeties are going to be looking after potentially uh, Hill and there's the all other weapons available. Um, I think Travis Kelsey's line of is it 83 and a half? Yeah, it varies around the mid to low 80s depending on what book you're looking at. Um, fair, about 86 and a half currently at the moment. I really like that. I, I think he's gone over 100 several times. He's, he is an elite and he's also the first look for Mahomes wherever he goes. So I think that is potentially a very good shout for uh, on Khalees. Yeah, so the reason why I like the yards even more than the receptions, I just think um, there's a lot of potential for him to get the ball and continue running. Um, there's been some questionable moments in the secondary with a bit of tackling at times. So it could easily be lots of yak. So if he's getting the ball and running further, it might potentially tweak his... Uh, receptions because there'll be less chances for him to catch the ball um, if he's getting it and then running for God knows what. So, uh, yeah, I really, really like the yards, but both look good to hit. One of the probably the best matchups of the game has got to be Tariq Hill versus Denzel Ward. I think, I think he's probably one of the only ones in the wide receivers in the league that might be able to keep up with him. How do you, th- do you see this sort of going? Yeah, so Denzel Ward is incredibly intriguing. He's just come back from COVID, so we don't know what state he's going to be in. Um, But according to PFF, 31% completion percentage allowed when in single coverage the last three seasons. That's the only cornerback in the NFL with less than 40%. So he is doing a great job. If we look at some of the sort of Tyreek Hill numbers, um, since that insane game against Tampa Bay with the 269 yards, We've seen 58 yards, 79 yards, 53 yards, 65 yards, um, and then didn't play week 17. And if I'm looking at the betting line of going, that's 81.5. It can hit by all means because we just don't know what Denzel Ward's going to be like. But it wouldn't surprise me if Mahomes is looking at the DBs on the Browns, looking at the holes um, in the team, looking at Travis Kelsey more, and then going, actually, I'm going to throw less to Tyreek Hill this week. He's still going to get some targets, don't get me wrong. But if you can throw a sort of a lesser cornerback than Denzel Ward, it's not a bad thing to do. So um, I think that will push Travis Kelsey's number up. We might see a lot of Nicole Hardman. Obviously, Watkins is questionable. But uh, Nicole Hardman obviously got a lot of speed. I don't think that's a great matchup for our second corner 
in Terence Mitchell. Um, so I, I would steer away from Tyreek Hill just because it's so unpredictable um, that I can't see a line at the moment on Michael Hardman or Sammy Watkins. That's probably just because Sammy Watkins is questionable, but that could be one just to keep an eye out on. There's been reports this week that Patrick Mahomes and Khaleesi uh, has been uh, doing external extra homework. They've actually been looking at all the defences who they're potentially with line up against and sort of find out little ways that they can try and beat them. Obviously, the the Browns, they were found out very late they were going to be matched up against you, but they, it seems that they're keen to try and get little ways of beating you, which is another possible option that... Khaleesi is going to be used um, probably more than Hill. I mean, Denzel Ward is is very, very, very good. How about your wide receivers, my friend? Is is any of them? You're a passing team now. Is does any of them sort of jump out? Where's 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 the main threat going to come from? So it's really been with the Browns. They're just happy to spread it around. Which any time a team goes, hey, we're happy to spread it around, is a bit of a nightmare for betters. So um, we've seen some. Good numbers out of Rashad Higgins, but then that dropped off last week. Jarvis Landry sort of got more. Um, there were some shorter targets, but he he then drove for longer and actually was efficient for once in a blue moon. Um, so you, you could see some moves in there for Landry, but if we look at where that line set, it's 57 and a half, and that's pretty much smack bang in the middle of the previous weeks before. And that with 51-61, 52-62. So I think that line is a really efficient line. If I'm looking at a line that I like, and I do like it a lot, is Austin Hooper. Um, if we look at the last four weeks, he's had five receptions, seven receptions, four receptions, and seven receptions. Yet the line is set at three and a half. Um, and that just seems far too low because if the team's going to be... Um, forcing us to pass because they're ahead in the Kansas City Chiefs, then we're going to be throwing more. I think naturally we're going to throw more because we need to stay in the game. A couple of punts and Kansas City Chiefs can run away with it. Um, I'm really liking the Austin Hooper over. Um, When it opened, it was at 3.5 evens. It's now down to 5 to 8. So shop around. Maybe you can get a better line on that. Um, If not, potentially look at his receiving yards, which is 45 and a half. Um, he basically... I've got 39 and a half on Betfair. Oh, that's a... So, so it's good to shop around. So they'll be probably the similar prices to Paddy Power as well because they're part yeah. of the same... I, I, uh, I definitely prefer the uh, the uh, receptions though. It, focus more on receptions with Hooper. He hasn't been great yards after the catch this season, so... When he's catching that ball, he's not really doing anything with it afterwards in most cases. So reception is definitely where you want to be um, with him. So there's a lot been talking in the media this week about this revenge game uh, for, for for Hunt. What, what's your sort of take on this? Is, is he going to be integral to your game this week? Is he is he going to get the involvement that he's probably going to get his chance to get revenge? So after all, as you spoke to me earlier, it, he didn't really want to leave the Chiefs in the first place. No, so it was obviously it was off-field issues that led to him leaving the Chiefs. So I don't think there's any sort of bad blood. It's not like he was uh, cut or dumped or wasn't offered an extension. It was uh, 
perfectly the right thing to do for the Chiefs to get rid of him. Um, my issue with Kareem Hunt is it's been so all over the place um, recently. We've got games with like uh, seven yards receiving, four yards receiving. Then we've got the 41, the 71, the 24. Um, and then we look at last week, his receiving yards was 13. So I just... My issue with Kareem Hunt is you're going to hear so much about him pre-game and that's going to draw people into, oh, let's focus on Kareem Hunt. What's Kareem Hunt going to do? But if you look at the the numbers sort of week to week, it's just not stable. Um, and that's almost a better's worst nightmare. You don't want to go into a matchup going, uh, well, it could go either way. If it could go either way, don't bet it. It's as simple as that. So I would avoid any of the Kareem Hunt lines this week. Um, I think they're going to use Chubb a lot more. Um, they're obviously keen to run Chubb more, but then also in the receiving game, Chubb in the past wasn't really doing anything and it was all going to Kareem Hunt in the first half of the season. So you had quite a nice steady line for him. Now, that's certainly not the case. So I would avoid any Kareem Hunt bets this week. There's probably going to be a lot of price boosts and things just because the talk is revenge game. But I, I would focus on uh, Nick Chubb receiving rather than touch anything involving Kareem Hunt. Excellent. Well, there's a, a new something I'd like to cover on Paddy Power and also Betfair. They have something called the same game multi. I know that you're quite interested in this as well. I'm able to mix my prop betting with my sort of uh, teased angles. So if you think that the Chiefs will win uh, it's a lower handicap than the bookies have set, or with the totals above or below, these this is a, a good way of actually building a bet. They call it a bet builder as well on Paddy Power. Uh, just for example, I've got uh, uh, Travis Kelsey over receiving yards. I've got Nick Chubb over receiving yards. I've got Travis Kelsey to score any time touchdown. I've got the Chiefs to win by two and a half. And I've got the Browns to have 17 and a half points uh, start. And all that comes to 12 to one. I think that's a, a really good option. I believe you have potentially, you took one similar as well. Yeah. yeah, so I've I had a five pound free bet, and if you've got like five pound free bets, there's no point betting that on an evens and walking away with ten pounds. Um, that you may as well push the boat out with some of these. So I went with a bet builder that had Travis Kelsey TD, Nick Chubb TD, Nick Chubb over receiving yards, Kelsey over receiving yards, Hooper over receiving yards. Obviously, I'd love the receptions, but um, Paddy Power doesn't allow reception betting in the bet builders. And then uh, the total game over 50.5, which tees down. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs minus two and a half. So I'm saying hey, it's going to be a closer game, but KC likely to win. And then over 23 and a half points for the Browns, because I just think that's lower than it will be. Um, and that comes to a £5 free bet will bring back £158. So, um, yes, it's quite bold for all of those things to hit. Um, when you're adding so many in, there's a good chance, say, one of them misses. But... That's the sort of stuff with your £5 free bets, etc. when they come in. Put it on the same game multi and really um, give it a go because it, it's not impossible for all of those things to hit. They are all realistic. So, um, no, it's, it's one to keep an eye on. And it's just a, a fun, different way to bet, especially when it's one-off games. It's not like it's red zone on a Sunday where you've got 10 different games you're watching. Standalone games. Choose three, four, or five things you think will happen. Tease them down a little bit on lines and then uh, give it a go. It's something that I've been quite profitable the last couple of weeks as well, especially because if you know a particular side that might be beneficial, it might help. 
I, I, I just think it's a good option. It's it's just more ways of possibly getting some value out of the game. Jack, it's been an absolutely fantastic to speak to you once again. I wish you all the luck against the Chiefs this weekend. It should be a really, really good game. I would love to be back uh, on the podcast next week talking about the uh, championship game. Um, I, it's probably not going to go in our favour, but who knows? Cra- crazier, crazier things have happened as they did last week. Jack, be lucky, be safe. Take care, my friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the match. Remember, prop betting is for now, not just the Super Bowl. Stay safe, be lucky. It's Big Amo, signing off. Till next time. Bye.